This is American Dystopia by the Ancient Texan. It's going to be my first podcast on this subject, so I'm going to hit things pretty broad. The water you hear is the Elk Neck River. I'm sitting on a rock that kind of looks like a chair. Um, wish I had my fishing pole, but I've got my phone. Dystopia. A real or an imaginary state where there's a lot of suffering and social injustice. Usually a totalitarian state when people write the books. But it could probably also be a government that's just not responsive to the people anymore. I want to kind of do a broad brush and think about the ways that we look at America. America the greatest. America number one. Uncle Sam wants you. We'll probably go down a whole list of ways that uh, we see ourselves as the number one in the world. I think probably the only one that has some chance of being true is that uh, we have the best military in the world, both in technology and we have people that are willing to fight and die. Takes both of those to be good in the military. Oh, we also live in a country where January 6th happened, where a lot of Republicans deserted their country for their party. Although I'm not sure that wouldn't happen, you know, if we got a bad apple. Democratic president that we wouldn't couldn't be talked into going south. But any time you say something's the greatest, it's got to be the greatest based on what? And I would argue the greatest should be measured against our values. And you could say, well, the value of patriotism or the value of a strong military. That's kind of circular reading, reading, circular reasoning. Patriotism always, you know, comes up with a conclusion that your country is the one, the greatest. Work for Hitler, work real well for Hitler. But I think each individual, if you want to say is America the greatest, has to explore their own set of values. Now, I, I grew up in a Church of Christ, and I think it kind of borderline on being a cult. And I certainly um, 
don't hold to their beliefs anymore. But they taught me one that I, I still think is really good. They actually taught me a lot that I think is still really good. Um, one of those values was loving your neighbor, being your brother's keeper. I kind of expand that now to being interconnected with all life on the planet and wanting to protect it all. So I've expanded it some. You can another way you could say this is kindness. And usually if you want to see if someone's kind, you look to see how they treat the weakest. How does someone treat a waitress at your restaurant? How do you treat the children of your country? How do you treat the poor and afflicted? That's also kind of some Jesus teaching too. Huh. So, if you want to judge us by that, um, to see if we're the greatest, we're like out of the top industrialized and advanced richest nations in the world. We're like number 50 or something on how much we help with child care. Denmark's like 25,000 or something per child and we're like 2,000. And even if you single it out to what we just, you know, give to the poor, the poorest kids, it's not very much. We do a little bit of, you know, free lunches. We keep them from starving. We don't keep them clothed or housed or safe. So are we kind and protective to our children? No. Is there any possible way we could say we're the greatest when it comes to caring for our weakest? And that goes beyond just kids, our old. I'm an old dude. Uh, our brother's almost as old. He gets his $900 a month to live on. He's in his 70s, still, still working, building stuff, working construction, because that's all he's got, and it's really hard to live on. Less than a thousand a month, twelve thousand a year. In fact, it's like impossible. Oh, someone I'm gonna need to help have been helping for a long time. Let's look how we take care of my daughter just graduated from college and has got her first job and is making quite a bit more than my brother. She's making about 30000 a year. I think that's going to be hard to raise herself and her new kid hard to afford child care which can be thousand two thousand a month and still work that's like half your paycheck goes to child care how's that gonna work out but that's kind of the country we live in so 
by that measure uh, how well we take care of our kids and our children and our weakest. I don't know how we could come back to America's the greatest. I don't even think we can be in the top half or the top three quarters of the countries in the world that have the means that we have and how well we take care of our weakest. I want to kind of go through and look at America. This is just the first pass. There's a lot of subjects I want to cover. And try to ask ourselves, is America a dystopia? I don't think it has to be actively cruel. I think just turning an eye on the problems around us when we have more means than our average income is no longer the highest in the world, but it's still up there in the top 10%. There are socialist countries that do a lot better than us, but we're one of the best purely capitalistic societies that do pretty well. And on average, we got a truckload of money. I know, wealth inequality. We're the worst in the world, except maybe China. We're, we're competitive. But China's coming from a really bad state of affairs, and they're coming up the ladder. We're going down the ladder, and we're crossing right at the moment. So are we an unjust, unkind society? Are we a dystopia? Let's talk about that for the next few months. Anybody that wants to listen, I'm going to be here sitting beside the stream having a conversation with myself. Hopefully, a few of you. This is American Dystopia by the Ancient Texan. Namaste.